Welcome to Mental Health and You. This podcast brings you the best information and advice from across the Norfolk and Suffolk Foundation Trust. Every fortnight, we will hear from one of our specialist areas, be it school and parent support, the recovery college, well-being or research. everyone and welcome to our first podcast. We are from the Suffolk Children, Families and Young People's Participation Group. Um, you might have seen our posters and we're known as Participate. I'm Sophie, the People Participation Lead for Suffolk Children, Families and Young People Services and today I've got with me Molly and James um, and we're going to be speaking a little bit about participation, what it is and hopefully answer any of the questions that you might have about it. Um, James, Molly, do you want to do a bit of an introduction? Um, I'm I'm James. I'm a previous service user, and yeah, I've, I've been involved with the participation for about uh, a year and a half now. It's, I've really enjoyed it so far. Thanks, James and Molly. Hi, um, I'm Molly. I'm also a previous service user. Um, I have been working alongside um, Sophie, James, and the rest of the participation group for about uh, just over a year now, I think. And I'm really glad that we're finally getting around to doing this podcast and I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Thank you both so much. So I guess to start with, what made you want to get involved in in participation? Yeah, I guess for me, um, it was about trying to improve the experience for others, because unfortunately I had some difficult experiences um, with my time in services. So it was, yeah, just wanting to help improve them so other people didn't have to go through similar things that I did um, and also to try and sort of connect with other people for similar age and sort of interests and um, yeah I guess sort of feel part of like something sort of socially. Awesome thank you um, and, and James what, what kind of led you into coming involved with participation? Uh, I heard about it through um the um, service that was supporting me and I, I thought uh, it was I, I thought it was completely different well, a, a bit different to what uh, it actually is it's like they they didn't really kind of um, the way they explained it to me it wasn't like a it was just like a I don't know like a uh, an occasional sort of informal chat sort of thing but it's not what participation is 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 completely about so I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm hoping to sort of sort of improve the way that services communicate what participation is and that it, or that it exists at all. But yeah, that, that's that's how I, I I heard of it. But I I found it's um it's I don't know I I've I've, I've found um you know uh, we've been able to make a, a a big difference within the service by being able to um, include previous and current services through participation. Um, I think that's that's been really valuable for uh, lots of different um, areas where we've done interviews and brought in um, opinions and viewpoints that we wouldn't have had um, otherwise from service users, which are, um, which I think is, is, is really valuable information that the service hasn't had before. Awesome. And for anyone listening who might be a little bit unsure about participation, 
what are some of the things that you've you've been involved with so i've i've been in, we've done quite a few inter- interview panels so and we've also done um we had a previous and current service user um uh panel so it's just yeah, just uh, previous service users are on the panel separate to what they called the professional panel, I think. Which, it, it, when I say it out loud, it sounds a bit odd to me uh, in some ways because, um, you know, we're, we're kind of we're professional in our, well, you know, we'll we, we have different qualifications, but, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of professionals through our own experiences and we, uh, we know our experiences best. So I think, yeah, it being uh labeled like that is, is a little bit odd um but um yeah so interview panels um and uh i've done several uh projects for the nsft which includes podcasts i've done a, a couple of what i'll say a, a project a project and a, and a half with um another uh participation member uh they've got some brilliant ideas yeah, I'm 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 excited as to um, what we get up to in the future. Awesome, thank you. And Molly, is there anything you'd want to add to that? So, anything about participation which you'd really want people to know, or what it involves, or some of the things that you've been involved in? For me, what was sort of really comforting when I joined participation was how sort of lovely, kind, welcoming and non-judgmental people were and how it was just like our own little friendship group, which was really lovely. Um, Because I think I was worried about, you know, what people will be like and whether, you know, it will be fun or or things like that. And like, I think we do have a lot of fun, even though we are doing some really good work. Um, and we do have a laugh um, and still like chat about normal things as well, which is really good. And I think, yeah, I think it's important to know that we are, I guess it seems weird to like, say we're a friendly bunch, but we definitely are. And um, yeah, don't be sort of worried about what we're like, um, because honestly, when I sort of joined the group, I was like, oh, these people are really similar to me and we have similar goals. And that was really helpful. Some of the stuff that I've been involved with um, is um, interview panels as well. So interviewing um, potential staff members for roles within NSFT. I've also been involved in um, producing a whole batch of uh, letters which gets sent out to young people. So we wrote them, rewrote them so they were more focused um, in their language for young people. So it's easier for them to understand. And we also put in a another letter to inform young people that join the service um, about participation and how they can get involved. Um, we also I've also been involved in an art project. Um, so we were asked to submit art um, to be used in promotional materials, um, which I part- partook in and really enjoyed actually. And it's nice to sort of see stuff that I've done on promotional materials. I've also been involved with the Recovery College, Recovery College um, because we are producing a sort of youth curriculum um, and course because of the feedback. We've just had Grace join us as well, who is a member of our participation group. I'll just hand over to you, Grace, for a quick introduction, if that's okay. Hi, I'm Grace. I'm 22. I live in Ipswich and I'm passionate about young people's mental health and KISS FM. That's great. Thank you so much, Grace. Um, so coming back to what you were, you were saying about Molly, with all the different things that you've been involved in, have you found any benefits from doing the participation work, either from, for the services and the things that you've done or for yourself? Um, absolutely. The um, benefits for the service 
I think are really are huge um, because sort of looking on the more strategic business side of things with the CQC report, we were really spoken up um, about the work that we've done uh, through participation, um, but also sort of more on the person facing level. I think we are really working towards having all staff involved with co-production and really getting the word out there about what we do, which in turn sort of has um, an impact on young people and how their experience or what their experience with the services is like. Um, so I think if we can keep co-producing things, then it's going to be much like more catered for the, those that use it, um, which will benefit them. And then sort of for me, the benefits have been, I think, my sort of confidence in speaking generally and also public speaking um, has really grown and I really feel sort of part of something which is something that I've not always felt um, so it's really lovely to sort of feel part of something and have a group of people in which I can do these sort of changes with to like because we have the same goal and I guess also benefits for me um, I guess sort of making new friends as well. I would completely second that. I would say the biggest two benefits for me are that, obviously, as I say, see what young people's mental health is a big passion of mine. And this is a really safe space, a really nice, non-judgmental space to express that passion to let that passion out to use experiences and my own views on mental health to hopefully make things a little bit easier for young people going forward and also exactly what molly said about friendship we all have the same goal and i do you know, I kind of joke to my family when I've got a, a participation meeting or a mental health meeting or whatever that I'm literally just going to have a wine because that's we all get together and talk about the same passion and goal. And yet, I mean, personally, it like in person, I've never met any of you in person yet. I do consider you friends because we've all sort of had there's that real feeling of loyalty having each other's backs and all sort of going through it together yeah and I, I think that people underestimate how much of friendship you can have with people online um, because it can be just the same as an in-person friendship I think yeah absolutely yeah I'm following on from that actually um what you're saying Grace about how it being like a really supportive and safe space to sort of discuss um you know, mental health services um, in Suffolk. I think what another thing that is really beneficial for everyone in the group and something I really enjoy is the fact that we are encouraged to sort of come up with and talk about what we want to do um, as opposed to trying to, you know, follow a certain agenda and what our, our ideas are always taken on board. Um, and most of the time we end up doing something with that idea, which is really great. And I can't name a time that I've ever felt like I've not been like heard or um, understood by anyone in the group. Exactly. 
Thank would you, completely second that. And yeah, I was just gonna like what you're saying about um, sort of online friendships and uh, also like socialising online. I think for um, sort of maybe un- until fairly recently, um, it's been it's been very much undervalued as a way of um, you know being being social. And I think it's not been viewed by probably you know especially not 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 everyone but probably um people don't use social media so much um of how important it is to some people especially some more than others if it's if if it's more especially through the pandemic where it's been difficult to see people physically it's been yeah it's been uh, extremely important for everyone yeah definitely thank you um and i guess we've spoken about the benefits but we want to get a a good overall picture here so what what have been the challenges have you found any challenges of of being involved in in participation in co-production i think the biggest challenge and although we are obviously moving forward with this is staff not knowing what co-production is yeah i think with um you know through doing interview panels and uh working with like different NSFT and council staff, um, I think they yeah they they've they're not really I think if I don't know if you're either in the room or on the call or if you've had some level of communication for for some they think it uh, that constitutes co-production, but um, I think what you need the the person needs to the the current or the previous service user needs to actually be involved and have some input if 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 they want if they want to of course for it to um, I think for it to count towards co you know co production so co I I think of it as um, co being sort of uh, standing for cooperative or yeah or co- cooperating like with each other so the service users and the staff. Which yeah, uh, I think because it's they've kind of done the same. Well, it seems to me they've done the similar thing for quite a um, a long time, and I think it's it's difficult for some people to change the way they uh, think about how the service operates and um, who's involved in um, trying to improve how the service operates. Thank you for that. So yeah, it sounds like there needs to be some kind of awareness and, and raising awareness and understanding of co-production um, and participation. If we were to fast forward one year, so one year from now, where would you like to be participation? What would you have liked to have seen happen? Where would you like it to be at? Are there any any goals? I think there needs to be something done so that participation is not an afterthought it in in you know in the clinical setting it needs to be right from the start that if you feel like you're not being heard or you're not being listened to or you don't know where to to turn to to feel like you might be that there is you need to know right from the start that there is a space where you will feel like that because I think then young people are more likely to open up to the professionals around them and that will give the mental health system less of a bad name and hopefully more people would ask for help. Marlene, is there anything you'd like to see a year from now 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if a year is a bit too ambitious for what I'm about to say, um, but we'll go with it anyway. What I would like to see is for us to have um, co-production fully embedded within the trust. Um, so all staff are trained on co-production when they join the service and also have yearly updates to keep up to date with what we're doing and how we work. Um, I'd also like to see more um, people participation leads um, and in each sort of specific service within um, children and young people. And I'd also like for us to develop so well and with you know, all the stuff that we have been doing previously um, and continuing to do good work um, like that and actually be recognised um, sort of either locally or nationally for the work that we're doing. Amazing. Thanks, Molly. And James, anything you'd like to add to that? I think, uh, yeah, Molly's kind of beaten me to it, really. I was going to say <laughs> something along the uh, similar lines. Yeah, just uh, I think I think we... we Personally, I think we can like if if we if we don't if we don't get there within a um, a year, I think we we can make um, we potentially make big strides towards getting there. I think it, yeah. it as I said before, it's gonna might be a bit difficult for some people to get their their heads around, but um, I think it's to me it's when you when you you know even talk about it for a, a few minutes with with people. I think it's there's a, loads and loads of really um good positive reasons why uh service users sh should be involved and in, well yeah they should be involved in their own care it sounds it sounds you know uh silly that silly. yeah that's silly that we're not so yeah I, I think like yeah in all the i don't know uh what do you call them um like the different uh departments of the service um i think to have some sort of service user involved involvement would be like really valuable to them and they, they i think they would seem a lot less uh disconnected in the decisions they make um in order to help people and um or help help, help service users and and the staff um because I'm, I'm i'm sure that the, the staff also feel a bit alienated sometimes by some of the decisions that might be made by um people either higher in management or some of the I'm, I'm sure sometimes the the decisions the leaders make as well so yeah that's true that's true and try and make or try and help them see it from our angle in that perspective um, yeah yeah i think that's yeah that would be good and last but not least for anyone listening we do have a participation group where we meet fortnightly along with other projects um, we're called Participate, and if you'd like any more information, please look on the internet. If you Google NSFT, participation will come up, um, and you can get in contact with us and find out a bit more. But for anyone who might be thinking of getting involved in participation or joining us but not too sure, any any thoughts or anything that you would you would say to them? The best thing about participation is that you can be involved as little or as much as you like. Um, and also it can be in a variety of different mediums you can come on the video calls um, that we do um, but you can also give feedback through email telephone you know whatever sort of works for you we can work with it um, it's, you don't have to attend the meetings or at least not to start with if you don't want to you can just send sophie an email and just sort of get a, a better idea and maybe get involved you know with one thing and give some feedback and just sort of start really slow and then like small amounts if that's what makes it you know easier and more manageable for you 
Yeah, I'd say absolutely go for it. If you've got that fire in your belly and the, the passion to improve services, if that's what you care about, then, yeah, absolutely go for it. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, sort of similarly. Um, just don't, don't, yeah, don't hesitate to try to get involved. That there's that you have to be prepared sometimes for a bit of pushback if you're kind of if you're disagreeing with people, but you know, uh, yeah, try not to worry about it. I think you know, whenever you try to create change, there's always, there's always going to be a, like a difference of a of opinion. Uh, but I think it's you know sometimes it's it's really good to sort of get different ideas in in, in people's heads and try and int- introduce your your perspective because I think it's it's always going to be more perspective more perspectives are always going to be valuable yeah and i think sort of on the basis of sort of the pushbacks that we do come across um in terms of us when we're trying to make change um i think an important thing to say about that is in the times when i've been um in meetings with the trust staff um and they have maybe pushed back on something i've never felt alone or unsupported in those situations i've always felt completely backed by other members of the group um to help me you know tackle that and get my point across i'm not sort of on my own in it um and that's like a really nice like supportive aspect of it that we sort of work together yeah in that way agreed absolutely awesome well thank you everyone for listening thanks for your time hopefully this is our first podcast of, of many to come and thank you molly grace and jace for your time thank you very much Thank you. you. Um, and also, I think it'd be good to say if um, you're listening to this and there's any topics that you'd like us to cover, um, please do, you know, contact us through Sophie or um, anything like that, because, yeah, we'd be really keen to hear what you'd like us to talk about. Great point. Thank you, Molly. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. for listening please do subscribe it's free and means a podcast will automatically download every fortnight do rate and review mental health and you and follow our social media accounts that are all in the show notes and more than anything look after yourself